This podcast is only possible because of your support. Please consider donating, if you can, using the links in the description box. I'm Elia Hubber for the Beirut Banya. Our tolerance for violence is high. This is not a Lebanese thing. Many cultures around the world understand the need for violence as a disciplinary measure and as a necessity in war times. There are multiple forms of violence, ranging from physical to emotional abuse. For better or worse, our media consumption has normalized our views on violence, from that featured in series to the evening news. I'm sure psychology has fascinating research on the topic and how we cope with chronic violence. For example, we tend to refer to tragedy in diminutive names. The Irish call a 30-year conflict the Troubles. The Lebanese refer to their 15 years civil war, Bil-Ahdes, translated into events, while the ongoing Syrian one is Al-Azma Suriya, translated into the Syrian crisis. Some euphemisms are also common in more violent societies, including the usage of verbs in a passive voice fatalistically. In those cases, people are often disappeared. People are also suicided. This has become such a non-event that a recent news headline used the latter term, Yuntahar, to ponder how a notorious dissident hasn't been killed yet. Let's be clear though, most of us did not choose to be exposed to this much violence. On a societal level, Lebanon has fought off many occupations and is still at war with its southern neighbor. Many still live under occupation or in war zones and co-opt these mechanisms to process the tragedies around them. But for those of us who live in relative peace, I wonder if our acceptance for violence hasn't clouded our judgment. I genuinely feel we've confused courage with violence to a degree where any provocation de facto warrants a show of force. I'm naturally reflecting on Bashir Abu Zaid, the editor who was beaten last week because of his Facebook post. Those who were provoked by his thoughts most probably thought of it as a violent speech aimed at their leader. His courage was deemed a challenge that trespassed social norms and required some discipline. I'm also thinking about Sherwell Nahas's interview on New TV. At some point, he said that politicians ought to take responsibility for their actions and that it took courage to do so. Courage can be a redeeming quality, whether in soldiers on the battlefield or in peacetime civilians. Many of us, including myself, have only known Lebanon as a mafiocracy. We were born into a system that rewarded violent warlords and elevated their clientelism into law. As I write this note, I remember many courageous instances of defiance I witnessed as I was growing up. They didn't necessarily change the system, but gave many of us hope in rising above our fears. Many were disappeared, and many just gave up. We also witnessed politicians asking us to trust them because their empty promises were going to protect us. After what has happened to our country, I can't imagine what worse situation we would have been in had we forsaken them earlier. And it's completely my fault. I couldn't see beyond the cycle of violence within which we were all trying to build our fortresses. Speaking of fortresses, there's one on our street that's as comfortable as they get. It's big, provides shade, and is cozy enough for baby squirrels to learn to climb. This tree happens to be shielding my balcony as its branches are almost touching the roof above me. 
Most importantly, it serves as a jumping platform for the squirrels to get up to the rooftop. Who knows what they do up there, but I've had the pleasure to see them jump all winter. This spring, with new baby squirrels running around, I was also able to see the new ones learn to jump. One day, it took a squirrel a solid five minutes of back and forth to decide on a branch to jump from. It treaded forward while having trouble to maintain its balance as it calculated its jump. More experienced squirrels were already on the roof, looking down at its failed attempts. None of them jumped into the tree, as it would have shaken the newcomer even more. As I watched this scene unfold in front of my eyes, I also knew which branch was the best one, and that this squirrel wasn't even close. We were all irritated, but the baby squirrel just had to try on its own. It eventually made it, figured out a close enough branch, and jumped to safety. It takes courage to commit, and even fail. The squirrel might not have had a violent option in this case, but we've all lost our temper when we've taken the wrong route on our MAPS application or never got called back by an MP we've elected. Maybe you've even intimidated others because of their choices or attacked them instead of owning up to your lack of judgment. Either way, choosing to react violently seems easy when the alternative entails some introspection and the prospect of being wrong. If you don't agree with my thoughts on violence and courage, I promise I won't retaliate. No promises if I know where you live. Let me know what you think by reaching out on social media. Let's keep talking. Elia Hubbard, signing off for the Beirut Banyan.